Hey everybody and welcome back to Sip the Tea. As always, you have me Takesha and Kayla and Cash. And today we're going to talk about something very sensitive. Uh, we do feel like this is a conversation that you can have with your children. So we're going to keep this as PG-13 as possible. Um, we're going to talk about grooming and my body my choice we're going to talk about two topics tied in together and give our personal experience and again we're going to keep this as pg-13 as possible so please you know listen by yourself and then think about bringing your kids onto this because we need to start having these kid these conversations with our children as early as possible correct okay so grooming what is your definition of grooming you guys Uh, personally, I feel like somebody who is grooming a person is, it could be somebody who's a manipulator, um, trying to get someone to be the person that they want them to be or do the things that they want them to do. I feel like you hit the nail, the hit on the nail, whatever it's called. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all know I ain't wrapped too tight. Yeah. Cash, did you want to add something to that? Now, I agree with Kayla. It's, it's, it's definitely somebody who is a, a definitely a manipulator and knows how to pick their victim wisely so they can't be groomed okay. to be the person who they want them to be. So, I'm going to say this. Did you guys know that most sexual assaults happen by people that you know? Yes. Especially when it comes yep. to kids. It's always someone in the family. For sure. And the signs are always there. But as parents, people don't pay attention. Um, I know back in school when we were younger, there was the stranger danger. And it was always a guy with a trench coat on asking if you want candy. I don't know if you guys, I always, <laughs> listen, I always remember it because it was like a little pamphlet they would give us a color and stuff and we had to spot the dangers and scream stranger danger and stuff like that. It was like something they would do <laughs> like once a year in school and we would talk about it and we did this all the way up until middle school. Uh -huh. I specifically remember that. How about you guys? Like, is it just me? No. No, no they said don't take candy from strangers. Yes. And that was it. Like, they're going to kidnap you. They're going to yep. sexually assault you. They're going to put you in a white van. Right. And it was always a white van. Mm -hmm. But little did I know that the guy did not wear a trench coat. Okay. And I guess that's why I didn't really tell what was going on because he didn't have a trench coat on. He was somebody I knew. Mm -hmm. He didn't always offer me candy. And he was nice to me. Mm -hmm. What I thought. So to me, I didn't know that I was being groomed. I thought it was just life. That's true. Yeah. That's true. And sometimes sometimes you um you kinda of be bullied into doing it too as well. Yeah. It it can mm -hmm. happen. It it really can. Um peer pressure is always a thing. Um bullying is always a thing. Intimidation is always used. Mm -hmm. Um and it's always the child that is more distant towards the parents. Right. When it's someone 
in the family seeking out. Mm -hmm. So it's always a quote-unquote problem child, as they would call it. Or the child that just didn't get the attention from the parents. Right, or the mm -hmm. quiet one. The quiet one. That's the ones mm -hmm. they would seek out or the one with low self-esteem. Yeah. So you would have all the quote-unquote perfect kids together and then you have that one child that just didn't fit. That's the child, if you ever look at it, that's mostly, most of the time, not all the time, right. mm -hmm. is a child that is being seeked out by someone in the family or a friend of the family to sexually abuse them. Right. So, do you want to have anything to add to that? Well, let me just kick y'all the definition from on the Vineyard Swimming Club it's a YMCA kind of website thing. And it says, sexual grooming involves an adult befriending a child with the motive of committing sexual abuse. The process is slow, methodical, and intentional. Mm -hmm. It involves developing a close emotional connection with the child and can take place over weeks, months, or even years. And it is important for parents to be able to understand the grooming process and how to avoid child abuse, sexual child abuse. Now, that's not always possible, but it says over 90% of children who are sexually abused knew their abuser. 90% yeah. is like yep. almost the whole pie. Yep. And that's crazy. It's really sad. Mm -hmm. I can say for me personally, I knew my abuser. Yeah, and a lot too. of people do. I can say person too. These so. days, it's just getting so much more scary. Like school, it makes you scared to send them to daycare. The daycare providers is touching the kids. Yeah. Like, but I don't think that's something that is just now happening now. No, it's not. It's been going on for so long. People are willing to speak up now, also. Right. And I feel like that's the thing that people are talking more about it, and also that you know, with today's time of you know action that's being taken by the justice system and you know cameras out there now i feel like mm -hmm. it's more of a conversation before it was more brush under the rug i yep. know when i was younger it was more a brushing under the mm -hmm. rug and just act like it didn't happen yep. it shouldn't bother you and call it a day like, and people bring don't, it up. Right. Mm -hmm. And then people don't realize, like, you know, it has different effects on people. There are more people that are sexually abused. You know, most prostitutes were sexually abused than anything. You don't see a lot of prostitutes out on the strip that was never abused as a child. Right. And then that makes them become over-sexualized. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, some of us, I mean, me personally, I didn't become a prostitute. No. But I do know that my sexual height is very high um and it makes me feel bad because sometimes there are certain things that i like because of what i went through when mm -hmm. i was abused at a young age yeah so that is something to talk about that is true and then you have parents that be like oh well why can't he or she do this or why can't that person come over like, you don't get to judge how somebody is being a parent when they're protecting their kid. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, and, and for me, it'd be the people who know that this person might have been looking at somebody else or done something crazy, but they feel like, oh, we're this close, so they're not going to try that right. with mine. Mm -hmm. Never. Naive. Never. People touch their own kids. 
Yes, that's very true. So it it never think that it can never be you or yours because it can be. And And, yeah, yeah, and then to be it be the ones the one thing because I've been sexually assaulted, you know, personally. So from my family member, and the thing is that when your I mean not your spouse, your um, family members don't acknowledge that you have been assaulted. Mm-hmm. You feel like they just just as bad as the, the person, person who did, did it. it. Yeah. Because they don't want to talk about it. They don't want to speak on it. They don't want you to speak on it. They just want to have everything as on hush hush. Gonna go away. Yeah, like, that it's going away. And and what and what's crazy is they want to still have kids around that person mm-hmm. or have that person who was victimized by that family member around that person and force that child to just keep reliving and re and just keep going on with with the insults and injuries from this person who did them wrong. Right. And it just baffles me that family members do this to children who had who is very, who are innocent, who has nothing to do who shouldn't even be in this type of predicament in the first place. But you as a grown as adult trying to keep everything peaches and cream for the family and not keeping the child safety first and your own feelings first it's it, it just crazy to me that it's also doesn't allow that child to you're not recognizing their trauma like god forbid something else happens they're not going to even want to tell you right Mm-hmm. Because you didn't believe it the first time, so right. why would you believe it the second time? Right. Mm-hmm. Like the the trauma, and it's not just childhood trauma that it creates. That's lifelong trauma right. when not dealt with correctly. And even when you deal with it, you still live with it. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of times, the victim becomes an issue. It's more of well, you didn't yell, you didn't scream, right? You right. waited this mm-hmm. long to say something. Well, I didn't know it was wrong. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. I especially as a kid yeah, you, yeah. I, thought, I didn't know I didn't know like, I didn't know like, you thought it was the okay thing to do right like for my my story was more of it didn't happen one or two times this mm-hmm. happened for years and I didn't say anything because he told me it was a secret and I was his girlfriend and he brought me candy all the time and he mm-hmm. told me I was beautiful because and I thought that was nice because I wasn't hearing that from nobody else. Right. You know, when my mother was calling me fat, he was telling me I looked perfect. Right. So I didn't see anything wrong with it. Mm-hmm. When I remember one time distinctively, I remember one time um, we went to his house and I went upstairs in his room and nobody as an adult said anything, said anything, anything. about it. Mm-hmm. I went upstairs in his room. We were watching Vampire in Brooklyn. And I, to this day, like, I never realized why I couldn't watch the movie until recently when I went to go watch it. Mm -hmm. And all these memories just flooded my head and I just started crying. And it was more of, you know, his brother was there in the same room. Mm. He kissed me and everything, like, tongue down the throat. So they knew. And it was like, it was okay. While Mm -hmm. my parent was downstairs. So, so it was just like, why would I say anything? Because I didn't think it was anything wrong. With because it was it. adults right. there condoning. Condoning it. Right. Right. Yeah. It was, it was no shocker. Or when, or in my case, when you're like super young and don't know anything at all. And like they telling you, do this and do that. And you're like, okay, okay. you know, because this is your parent. 
they be like, okay. And then you re then you realize when you tell somebody, be like, you did what to you? Right. They be like, well, I don't know. Right. I didn't know. Okay. Literally. And that shouldn't even be a good enough reason. But for a kid, what other yeah. reason do they have? Right. Yeah. And even know. though you have the good talk, the bad talk with your child, you still, as a kid, I still didn't put two and two together. Right. It was just more, don't let no one see you down here unless you love that person and all that stuff. That shouldn't even been the conversation. Right. right. It should be like, okay. Nobody. Nobody, nobody sees that unless right. I'm there and it's a doctor and right. I approve of it. Like, that should have been the conversation. But Literally. it was more of, you don't let no one see that unless you love them. Mm -hmm. So. Well, how do you know what love is at a kid's age? Well, right. I was a kid and I thought that was love. Yeah, of course. I thought that was love because mm -hmm. he treated me really, really nice. But right. then he again, the he standard really was not set. That, that is a direct thing from your parent. Like your parents should have told, this is how it was supposed to be. This is what not supposed to happen. Like, I love you. And this is what love is. Not not that. Not anything else other than this. Like, so, it, it's almost like... But sometimes it's the parents, though. That, too. Mm-hmm. Which, so still, they're not teaching. Yeah, they're not even... They, they won't yeah. teach you that because they won't, won't let you know what's right or wrong. So, when they do Because they're doing it. Right. And that's the manipulation and the grooming part of it. They say it's six stages. And the first is targeting mm -hmm. the victim. Yeah, they go. Mm -hmm. So, like, are we talking, like, that's just, like, a couple months ago or whatever. That man who married his 18-year-old, uh... Oh, yeah. Yeah. And had all them kids with her. That yeah. means you have been grooming her. story about that. Yeah. You've been grooming her since she was a kid. Yeah. Literally. Like, she called you uncle. That was literally your godchild. But it is interesting. So, they do target the weaker link. This is sad. Like, it's more of, you know, in my case, this was someone who was around the family. Mm -hmm. And he's seen the dynamics. Mm -hmm. I... I have always been the black sheep. Like, I've always felt like the black sheep mm -hmm. when it came to me and my siblings, even as a child. And Kayla grew up with me. Mm -hmm. I've always, like, people don't even realize I am the oldest out of how many siblings. A lot of people think I'm the only <laughs> child. They really do. Like, that's just how it's been because I've never felt belonged to any, any right. to that. Mm -hmm. And so when it came to that, they seen that. Mm -hmm. They seen the dynamics. They seen even my interaction with my parents. Right. Right, they choose like like for my case, my dad picked me out boys because I had two other sisters. I have an older one and a younger one. He chose me because I was quiet. Mm -hmm. I was the quiet one. I always kept to myself. I was just always just playing around and then just always kept to myself though most of the time because my older kid, I mean my older kids, my older siblings was older than me, and my younger one she was just too young to even be playing with. Right. So I was just always by myself, just chilling all by myself all the time. So it was an easy target for him to pick me because shit, I don't say nothing anyway. You know what I'm saying? So, and then, but but when that happened, and then I found out, I this ain't happened immediately. 
but it happened when I got older after I found out that my um because you know as a kid you don't see nothing wrong you just go with emotions and everything else but when I got older and you know I'm seeing you know even when my aunts whatever we bringing up his name I'm like how can you bring up his name knowing what he did to me because my mom couldn't stand his gut because it was the time with, this was my mom and my dad they wasn't together I was living with my grandpa and um I don't think my grandpa, well, he did know afterwards. And I, I didn't like none of them because I ain't trust none of them. Mm -hmm. I ain't trust nobody on my dad's side. I'm like, how can y'all just be so all of him? Right. Knowing what he did to me. So I don't trust y'all. I don't work with y'all like that. So it makes you put distrust in your own family. Yeah. Or in everyone. It, may, it just put, it just. It just makes it hard to trust people right. as you get older. Because, like, damn, my own family doing this with me? Like, Gee. what a stranger going to do? Or yourself. Maybe you don't trust yourself because you didn't and tell. And that, too. That was and another that too. thing. I went, to, I went through a phase. It was more of, I, I don't think I even even expressed everything that happened to my family. Mm -hmm. um, I went through a phase of where it was just more of, well... Maybe it didn't really happen like that way. Like maybe I asked for it because that's what I was feeling. Yeah. And I felt like it was my fault. And yeah. I felt like if I wanted it to stop, then it could have stopped. Right. Or you would have done more. Right. Because, yeah. I mean, it, it was just, it was crazy because I sit back as an adult and I think about it sometimes. It was really right in front of people's faces. Mm -hmm. I would be in a bathroom with him. In the a house. long period of time. Why am I in a bathroom with a grown man? man? Right. He's not even my, like, you know what I'm saying? Right. Why am I in a bathroom with a grown man and right. you're okay with Right. Him? Nobody going to knock on that door? Like Nobody no busting in the door? Like, right. Are you not worried about where your kid is? I was in the, the bathroom with him. He's tonguing me down, filling me up, telling me how much he missed me. Nobody's seen a problem with that? Yeah. Right. That's a big problem. So I think of it as, okay, well, maybe I created my own trauma. You know what I mean? Like maybe I just put this in my head of it being an issue when it really wasn't an issue. Maybe. And then I don't like the whole idea. And I've had to have this conversation with multiple people of girls asking for it because of the way they dress or the way they talk mm -hmm. or the way they dance or the way they this or that. This stuff does not make you grow. See, in the black community, and I'm going to just put, put it, it out on us because it's right. true. Because I've heard this myself. We have conditioned ourselves to blame little girls for grown-ass men Ooh. to be attracted to us. Okay. You can't wear a sports bra. What you need to wear a sports bra for? You're trying to have sex? You're going to have people looking at you? No. I want to play tennis and I need a sports bra. Right. Like, that doesn't make you grow. Right. right. You want to mm -hmm. shave at an early age because you're here. You're trying to be you're trying to be grown? You want someone to touch you? No, I'm just tired of having hairy legs. Right. Mm-hmm. Red right. lipstick. Even to this day, if you ever notice, I will not wear red lipstick because it's been instilled in me that only hookers wear red lipsticks. Oh, and wearing red lipstick makes you look grown. Hmm. I never heard that word. Really? You never heard that? Yeah, that's a thing. Google lips. Yeah. Shit. 
If you ever look at what? like you never paid attention, I do not wear real lipstick. No. I for real, I can probably count on my two hands how many times I've seen lipstick, period. I've seen like even me and my husband had a conversation one time with the um kids and you know different things they want to wear like you know crop tops are back in yeah he's like no "No, they are not (laughs) wearing crop tops and i'm like well like it's like a mid one like it goes to their belly button Mm -hmm. with high waist pants on i don't see an issue with it right nice and his thing is well you gotta understand how other men may look at him look at them and get tempted but why is that their responsibility why are we around people that could possibly be attracted to a ten-year-old, to a thirteen-year. I don't care. Like, no, that should not be on the responsibility of no one. But you can't avoid that. So it's a direct trickle down. Of you the can wear sweatpants and a, lo- a baggy T-shirt. That's true. And you can still be sexually assaulted. This is true, but it's not because of an immature man mind looking at skin like somebody being naked some of these men can't handle developed bodies these girls these days are developed and that's where i'm going with it that is not a child's responsibility to make sure that she does not turn on grown-ass men that's not the responsibility i feel like it's the responsibility of everybody I feel like it's the responsibility of these grown-ass men to get their shit together and know when a child is a child. Now, don't get me wrong. There are some girls who are just fast in the ass. Let's just be honest. We all know a few. Okay? And they've never been touched or anything like that. But they just want an older guy. There are females, and I've told it on here. I had lied about my age. I have went on dates being a wingman. For other people, I was 15, 16 years old on a date with a 30-year-old guy. And if you know me, like, I've always had adult-ass conversations and watching damn soap operas. Like, I was 60 years old because of my grandmother. And here I am, a teenager. But (laughs) I would never go as far as touching them, allowing them to touch me. I would never do no goodnight kiss. I would never be alone with them. If I was with them, it was because I was a wingman for someone else. And that was wrong in itself. But there are some little girls who are teenagers who can pass for grown-ass women. Because yeah, sometimes yeah. i got to look twice. And it's not because they're trying to. Sometimes they just they do. Just do. Yeah, they and there are some, some little girls who are trying to pass for grown-ass women. And that's a whole nother conversation for a whole nother day. Because those parents need to get a hold of their damn kids. Now, I'm not going to let my child walk around here in a damn bikini and go down the street and get milk like hell to the no. If we go to the beach and they have one of me this suit, they have a cover-up on as well. That, I'm going to say fine. But I'm okay with my child wearing high-waist pants, maybe showing belly button. I don't feel like that should make a grown-ass man be like, hey, come here and sit on my deck. Like, no. That's not her responsibility to make sure that he's turned off. Now, if she's acting like a child and she is a child, you know, I'm going to go back for her. But if you are... Dressing very provocative. There's a difference between dressing in fashion and dressing provocatively. There's a difference. There's a whole difference. 
You shouldn't be wearing a push-up bra. I don't care. Now that, I'm going to say no to. No booty shorts, I'm going to say no to that too. I'm going to say no. But I'm not going to have my, my child dressed up from head to toe with clothing on just to make sure that a man is not attracted to her. That is not something that should be on her shoulders. That's just me personally. I say a certain age. I mean, I don't have daughters, but it should start after a certain age because while some of these people, these men, they're just doing it because, but some of them really have prob like a problem. Like it's it's a sickness, just like an addiction. So I'm not saying that they can't control what's going on, but I'm saying that it's not as easy to control for some than others. So me, I'm gonna make sure that it's gonna be a certain age. Like, you know what I mean? No, I do agree with a certain age. Like my child's not gonna be eight years old walking around with a crop top and a highway shoes. Mm -hmm. That's just that's just me personally. But 13, 16, 17, 18, 18, what can I say? But you get what I'm saying? Yeah. That I don't have a problem with. But 8, 9, 10 years old, no. Like I get, I be looking at little toddlers walking around here with the bikini top and shorts on them. Like, no. What? She got okay. shit in her diaper. Why is she just like that? Like now that is a no. Yeah, and it's not more. And it's not because I feel like they're provoking the child to be a hoochie. Like, no, but it's just a no. Like, that's, that's, just, me, that's just me. Like, no. Like, like no. just for adult clothing. Yeah. Like, I do feel like yeah. there's an age limit to it. And I can agree. I go to my kids' school a lot. And I'll be in the middle school. And I see... 14 year olds looking like they're 32. These girls got bodies. They, yeah, they do. They the bodies, the makeup, like, the lashes, the bundles all the way down to their kneecaps. And I'm like, oh no. Because at this point, if you're not old enough to work, that means that the parent is buying that stuff. Mm hmm. Which means. Well, somebody's parent buying that stuff. Somebody, but you didn't see them leave out the house? Well, sometimes you don't. But and you, I can honestly say. I can honestly say, now that now that everything has came out, I will leave out of here. Or even before I was working, I found out that my child was changing her clothes at school. And I didn't find that out until after the fact. Hmm. You know, during COVID now, in order for you to pick up your kid from school, they just started allowing you to go inside the school. For most of the time, it was you have to ring the bell. At, tell the um, official, because they have an intercom, who he was coming for. Uh -huh. They would come out, look at your ID, go back, call in for the kid, and the kid come outside. So she would have time to change, change her clothes back. Oh. Where the clothes come from? They're, they're, oh, they're, they're, I had to put a lock on my door because sis was, like, stealing my clothes. <laughs> Damn. That part. That, that's like I got a lock on my door because she was stealing my clothes. But I didn't know. I did not know. Even with me being home, I did not know. I didn't know. And it wasn't because I wasn't paying attention. Like, y'all know me. Now you got a thousand more items in there. But <laughs> don't judge me. First of all, I do not but, have a lot. But them kids, but them kids, but them kids, you know. They watch. They they watch. They 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 be planning. And they be getting clothes from their friends. That, that or, or their friends' parents want to be the cool mom or dad. 
decide to buy them stuff while they go to the mall. Mm -hmm. Or and you know, you'll never stuff. know. You will never know. You will never know. They know. Oh, bring this to the school tomorrow. I'm gonna wear that. So yeah, honey, bring it home. Yeah. That's why I'm always gonna be the parent that's gonna be present in the school. But that's the thing. That's what I'm seeing. When COVID happened these last couple of years, you could not. Shut be up. Oh no, not physically. Cause I'm gonna have somebody in there reporting. To me, <laughs> what my kid is walking around like, with, okay? Like, yo, give me a picture of a talk about You the feel me? Every uh, day. Give me a picture of a child every, <laughs> every day. Okay? I'm letting you know ahead of time what's going on. <laughs> every day, I need you, sis. Okay? Be be, be here with me. Listen. Eye to eye. If only. I if know. only. But I didn't know a lot of that stuff until after yeah. everything, you know, came out. And it's just like, okay. So, I, I don't believe in the whole, you have to dress your kids a certain way to make sure people aren't looking at them. I just, I don't, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with the whole, that child shouldn't have been out this time or whatever. Now, let me say this. When we grew up, Kayla, it was you being in the, the hospital. Street lights. The street lights came on. Honey, not the no is at the door lights. hollering. Right. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Sorry. It wasn't Sorry. serious. Uh -huh. My fur baby wanted to yell her child's name out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, um, seriously, it was always, you know, we had to come in before the streetlights came on. Right. Mm -hmm. Nowadays, you'll hear kids outside playing at some 10, 11 o'clock at night. Yep. And you're like, what? Right. And most of the time, you know, I hate when people blame the parents because most of the time parents are at work. Right. But you got your parents that don't care. You do have your parents that don't care. I'm not going to negate that. Definitely. But there are parents that are at work and they cannot with today's prices. And you can say, well, you shouldn't have had kids and you won't have to worry about that. But, honey, it's easier said. Than it's easier. Mm -hmm. It is. You can be on birth control all day. And who long. knew that kids were going to that stuff was going to Right. Who much? knew that this was going to be the price of life? Okay. <laughs> and sometimes you got to work jobs and, you know, you can have a set schedule, but sometimes you were mandated to work another, another, um, day or right. another set of hours or whatever right. and what can you do you can't just get up and quit that job because you got kids at home because you got to be able to pay the bills mm -hmm. so i hate when people say that um i feel like parents just need to pay attention to their kids parents need to really be honest mm -hmm. while they're looking at their kids and know when something is changing with her kids. Yep. Because just like you know, you know when your daughter's having sex, just mm -hmm. because of the way they move it, mm -hmm. is a whole lot different. So you need to start having that open conversation with your kids and let them talk to you. Let them talk to you. Let them, you know, without judgment, without them just always being punished. Like they should feel free to come to you and talk to you about whatever is going on and I feel like a lot of times a lot of kids I know for me one I didn't know that it was bad and then two when I found out that it was bad what was going on it was more of I was scared to say anything because I didn't want to be judged and now you felt ashamed I right did, I felt mm -hmm. ashamed right I I felt 
a lot of different emotions to be honest and I didn't know how to articulate how I felt and then when it came out it was the questions that made me feel like it was Did really my dirty I yeah. felt dirty and I just never even told everything that happened mm -hmm. because of that mm -hmm. and I kept that inside that's and another we, thing with society, though. Like they make you feel guilty. Yeah, about, like you didn't even do about anything. About being a victim, like, literally. How you, like how you make me feel guilty about being a victim, but also as well, when your child and you just you found out that your child has been um, victimized um, or sexually abused, you sit down and talk to them. Don't ignore them. Don't ignore the fact that they have it. Don't right. try to move you along like it's just another day. They're gonna get over it. So they can just continue to be as a child. No. She has been through a adult experience earlier in her life. Right. You she sit down. He. This yeah, is true. He, or she or he. Excuse me. And you better sit down with your child and explain to them, hey, this is the um, it's this not is your the way, fault. This is not your fault. You explain to them about, you know, um, what's not allowed when it comes to your body. You know, and and that was time, yeah, talk about sex. It's a sex talk now. Shoot. Because you have been exposed to this, and now you may have urges to do other things after. This is true. So, just have those talks, those hard talks, even though you may not be feeling comfortable with it. It happened. Your child's not a child no more. Okay? Shoot. And they might need further, uh... And therapy. Resources. Yeah. You know, like therapy. Therapy. Yes. Therapy is definitely a must because sometimes a child don't even like to open up to you because sometimes they look at you like, how can you not not know? Or they blame you for what happened to them and they feel regret towards you. Or they don't right. feel comfortable in saying anything towards you because you feel like you're not going to even do anything. Or you can find them like a group session so that other people are there. They don't feel like they're the only person who... That went through those. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yup. Yeah, yeah, so... Definitely give you, a, you know. Like, they'll never be back to the state that they were in before it happened. But right. if you can indemnify as much as possible, that's how you move on with your life positively. And then another thing is, a lot of people, um, a lot of kids will come out and say that something happened to them and then they'll retract their story. Mm -hmm. Or they'll consistently change who did it. Yeah, that is a big sign that it was someone close to you, and they don't. Yeah. And they're scared to get them in trouble. Makes sense. Um, and then it's more of they're now not even being trusted because they quote unquote lied so many times mm -hmm. about it. Yeah, and that is a reason to dig a little deeper. Be careful on how you dig, though, that because it could be looked at yeah. as you feeding them information. And then there is a such thing of blocking trauma. I don't even, like, sometimes I'll sit here and, it, like, I'll be watching something on TV or yeah, I'll smell trigger. a certain mm -hmm. smell. Yeah. Or my husband might say something and it might trigger me. And it's something that I blocked out for so long. And mm -hmm. I'll just start crying and... He just looks dumb. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> and then I'm just like, nothing, nothing. And then eventually I would tell him. Yeah. And he was like, I didn't know. Right. And I'm like, I didn't know. Like, it yeah. just really mm -hmm. just came to me. And you guys, 
Like, even if, if you've never experienced it, or even if you did, you have to realize everyone process trauma differently. Yes. And I feel like that's the biggest issue with our community is that we feel like everyone should be doing things the same way, feeling the same way, and acting the same way. And that's a lie. Mm-hmm. That is a lie. Um, you all, like, soon as it happens, as soon as they, they come to you and speak about it, take them to therapy. Right. Be patient with them, and you need to get therapy. Right, because you as the parent might not always be the good, the right answer. Right. Like you a professional. Know. Right, yeah. You have no experience. You could make it worse. Yeah. Yes. You really can. You really honestly can make it work worse than what it was. And, you know, of course, you're not intentionally trying to do that. Right. But it's just reality of what actually happens. Mm-hmm. So and just... And be there for your child. Console them and let them know it's not their fault and they are okay. And be on their side. Please don't victimize. I mean, please don't uh feel like it's their fault in any type of way. Please don't. That's the worst thing you can do is blame them. That is the worst thing you can do. I don't care if they went out and got drunk. It's still mm-hmm. not their fault. Right. I don't care if they went out and got high. It's still not their fault. I don't care if they went outside and nothing on but seashells and a damn SpongeBob boxers. I don't give a shit. Like, mm-hmm. it's not their fault. Right. It, it's not their fault. None, it should never, ever, 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 ever be the child's fault. Ooh. Never. And I don't care how old that child is or how young that child is. It is never the victim's fault. I get tired of hearing what they ask for. That is the dumbest thing you could ever say out of your mouth. And that makes me look at as you could very well be a predator because you feel as though because they dressed this way or they looked that way or they said this or did this that it was their fault and you could possibly do the same thing to them that someone else did. That a grown person knows doggone well was right or wrong. Ooh. I hate when I hear, oh, well, she went out, she was drinking, it was her fault. No. No, because no means no. No, no means no. And, and how about how about being a decent human being and try to call her cab or see if she has a friend or somebody that could pick her up? It's, that's the correct that's enough not thing. raping her. Oh, my God. I, I what hate the people. I swear I do. Um, some of the signs that you should look for, if you suspect that your child has been sexually abused, um, they may not come out and tell you. Because, again, like I said, me personally, I didn't think it was abuse. Kel, uh, not Kayla, I'm sorry. <laughs> Cash didn't think it was abuse. Like, it, it's, it's done majority of the time to make you feel as though it's not abuse. Mm-hmm. So, some, sometimes, you know, you're asking questions like, does someone abuse you? They're going to say no. No, right. right. Because they feel like this is love. And then they may not tell you that they are having sex because they are ashamed to say it because mm-hmm. of how we, you know... Will respond or Respond. React. And, yeah. you know, they're thinking they're just having sex and making love to someone. In reality, they're being raped and they don't even realize right. it. Yep. So, some of the signs to look for is if your child's behavior is just did a whole 180. Like, that is something you really, 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 really 
need to look at. If your child was always outgoing, always happy, always, you know, full of life, and then all of a sudden they're just miserable, stop looking at it as they're hitting PMS. Mm-hmm. Or they're just overwhelmed with schoolwork. You need to take some time out of your busy schedule to make sure that they're okay. Start putting them in counseling. Another thing is them worrying about their sophomore. Like with me, I wanted to make sure I was always cute for him. Because he said I was his girlfriend. So I felt like that was my job to always look my best. I'm seven years old. Right. Worrying about how I'm looking. Right. You know what I mean? That's an issue. Mm-hmm. Pay attention to if there's an adult in your life who is just attracted, like, really, like, gets to one child. I'm not always saying that they're sexually abusing that child because sometimes, you know, just like friends, you have that one friend that you're close to. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that child may feel comfortable. I'm not saying that's always the case, but. If he refuses to be around any other kids, I just want to spend time time. with them, and their behavior change, and there's always other these other signs that are showing, there's a possibility that there's something going on, and you need to stop it ASAP. Um, Peeing in a bed is another sign I read. Um, If your child is wet in the bed now and again, they stop doing it, and all of a sudden they're doing it again, that's a sign that they're being sexually assaulted. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, night terrors. That's another. That's another reason. That's another sign, man. Um, another, or, or when, or when they be, uh, they usually, you know, talk to you all the time, and then they stop communicating with you mm-hmm, about themselves, mm-hmm. or they stop talking about a certain person. Yeah, that's that's another sign. Or stop is, wanting to go somewhere. That that's it, right there. Yeah. I was really about to say that. Yeah. If you know that your child used to love going to such and such house or such and such daycare, now all of a sudden they're so throwing tantrums, they're sick, yeah. they're dying. Yeah. That is something you need to look into. Right. Mm-hmm. Go take them to the it's doctor. A why? Right. Take them to the doctor. Take them to a therapist. Get the information ASAP. Okay. Don't even don't even question them because sometimes we're feeding kids information not even realizing. Right. And we can like you know give them stuff and it's not happening to them. Right. Yeah. They could just be, like, not in the mood for them anymore. But, Uh you know, just take them to the police office and let them be talked to by someone in a special special victim's unit. And they will know how to talk to your kids to find Mm -hmm. out if it is something going on. Yeah, but that's what happened with me. That's how my mom found out because I talked to a detective. And they was like, they asked certain questions. Like, they really got into it. They was asking certain questions. I'm not sure what question it was because I was like super young, Little, but yeah. they definitely told me ask me the same question. I'm just answering like yeah, 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 yeah. right. And they went back reported it, and boom, yeah, I was taken away. Mm-hmm. That's what happened. That sucks. That sucks. Like we gotta do better as a community. Um, people gotta do better, and then don't always think that it's men abusing little girls True. It's because first of all these females are abusing little boys and little and girls. girls right and these and men are abusing yep. little boys and, and little girls, girls. Yep. but sometimes some but sometimes it's also older you know teens that Cousins, they're abusing. Yes. yes and that's another yes. thing Children, a lot well. of people feel like oh well they're always around kids sometimes those older kids are being abused themselves them. because um, right and so they think it's okay they and they're abusing your kid too yeah. right. so that is something you gotta think about like I, when 
kids come over to my house, leave the door open. I try to for the most part, um, especially I try not to have like some kind of like um, event or even us recording. If I know there's going to be other kids in my home with my kids, keep the door open because we're going to monitor conversations. Mm -hmm. I am going to be popping in and in all of their rooms to find out what's going on. You never trust whether it's kids or adults around your kids. You don't trust it at all. Like you always got to make sure that you're looking into it. Like for instance, you know, not to put it out there, but... There was, I'm not going to tell a relationship, but there, there's a little girl in my kids' lives mm. who was found in bed with one of my kids, my daughters. Mm. And it's a relationship, like it's a close relationship. Mm -hmm. And touching each other. Mm. And I'm like, what? When I got the phone call, oh, hell to the now. And then, you know, so talking to the parents, she's continuously doing it. There's something going on with that child, mm -hmm. and y'all need to get some help for her. Like, because oh. a child is not going to just automatically be sexually active like that. Right. Not until I they get that. into their teenage years. Mm -hmm. At five, six, seven, eight, nine years old, what is that? You shouldn't even know. Right. Something yeah. happened to that child. Right. Where they seen and something. And they seen like something, something. Seen, heard, yeah, felt for something. Sure. And they may not even be able to know articulate. how to yes. articulate what right. happened. You need to get them some help. You need to get them to a therapist ASAP. You need to go take them to the police station, to special victims ASAP. That, that, I mean, that's just where it's at. Mm -hmm. That's just where it's at. And then another thing is, if it happens, that doesn't mean you go and put your child's business out in the yeah, streets. Yeah, no I don't know what it is with us, but we feel the need that whenever something is going on with our children, that we gotta tell the whole wide world. Now, don't get me don't don't get it twisted. My kids do some dumb ass shit every day. <laughs> they say some dumb ass shit every day and I do post it. Like that's different. Like, I do. But their personal business, the only way you're gonna no. know is if they say it. They say it. I keep, but if I feel like I need to tell my kids what happens in my house, stays in my house, then I need to do the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, we don't be doing no off the wall shit, but I feel like their business is their business. Mm -hmm. It's right. not for everybody else. If I need advice about something, then I have one person I need to talk to and I'm not going to give them the whole information. Right. I'm going to give them the details that they need and that's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. But we need to start normalizing keeping our kids' business in home. Right. And I get tired of hearing, well, what business do you have? How old are you? You don't have no business. They do. And this is another reason why a lot of people don't feel comfortable going to their parents yes. to let yep. them know what's going on. Because they already feel ashamed. And now they're going to be the talk of the month with, mm -hmm. in their family conversations. Right. That's not fair. That ain't right at all. That's not fair. So learn to keep that in house. Anybody else have any signs that they want to put out there? Um, I think pretty much covered it. Oh, when we say like, say they're not talking to you anymore, mm -hmm. just know that some people, after they do what they do, they tell the kid, "Don't tell anybody because I'll do this to your your, your family, or I'll do this to your mom or dad, or mm -hmm. something like that." So. 
it's just like kids with a kid mindset. They don't know that that person isn't really telling the truth. Well, not all. Sometimes they actually do it, but... Oh, no. I'm yeah. sure. But I'm just saying, like... No, I can't my thing is, I'm telling my kid, I don't care what they say they're going to do. Let me deal with that. Right. right. And maybe that's something we should always, you know... Yeah. It don't face. matter what they said they're going to do. And so, if they know ahead of time, then they'll be able to pick that out or point out, oh, my mommy told me that. Mm-hmm. You know? Or they, they, they told me to tell if somebody touched me, no matter what they said. So my thing is, what age, like, is there an age that we should start having this bad When they start touch? knowing how to say PP or private area or whatever. Well, and then that's another thing. I don't think that, I hated using nicknames for private areas. Uh-huh. Because you say, oh, don't nobody touch Miss Lady. Right. And you're, the predator is calling it what it is. Or something else, and they're like, Oh, well, that's not it. You need the point. That's not it. My thing is, if I start talking to my son when he's two, he don't need to be going to school saying something about a penis to the other little kids because then that's a problem. I don't know. I was up here and it told my kids exactly what it was. Nah, I don't want him to be like, Yeah, because my mommy got a vagina. He has a, <laughs> I mean, it's true. I mean, I'm 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 not saying that he shouldn't know, but I'm gonna call it what he calls it for now. Like I don't wanna open Well up everyone's the... parenting is different and there's nothing wrong with that at all. Me personally, I told my kids what each body part was. I told them no one should touch you without your consent. And I also mm-hmm. said from this age to this age Damn sure nobody should be touching you and or looking at you unless I'm in a room, which means that you're at the doctor's yeah, office and I gave them consent and it's okay. Other than that, hell to the no. And when you get this age and you consent, then you need to have a conversation with me so we can make sure that you're protected from head to toe. Yeah. Now that was me. I know everybody ain't as graphic as me. Cinnamon taking in the tea too. I know. So my <laughs> fur babies over here are like, what mommy? Is that yeah, true? Literally. Is all, that what I need to do? Ears, she's, yeah, she's just looking. All ears. Don't touch don't touch my vagina. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I just I feel like at the age of whenever they start talking, I started seeing yeah. eyes, like that's what I will always work on when they were little. Eyes, ears, nose. Mm-hmm. They got that down pack. We worked down, Father. And that's just what it was. Right. That was just me. And me personally, I let all of my kids know, even my son. No one touches, no one looks at this, yeah. no one feels it, no one compares it, nobody tells you it's okay. Nobody. Yeah, like so, so yeah. I agree with you. As soon as they know they are, uh, they can talk and recognize body parts. Oh, you. I'm gonna tell you a little bit, a little at a time as you get older, what to do or what not. To, I mean, what uh, what not to accept or tell me what's going on. Because the way I'm having kids, but yeah. But after seeing some horrific stories about you know even their baby, even baby babies. Yeah, and after in some parts of Africa, like. They like they do it. They like they do it with virgins, and they try to take kids where they have sex with them if they have AIDS because they feel as though if they have AIDS, in order to get rid of it, they have to have sex with a baby to get rid of it. That is a what? belief. Google it. I feel like it's sick, and whatever you gotta tell yourself to make it okay, you're a pedophile. Like that's just where it's at. 
Because if you get aroused by a little child, there is something sick with you. Literally. Now, and I'm going to be honest, there are there are a few people that are sitting in jail or who's been accused that have been innocent. It, it does happen. Mm-hmm. I do believe you should believe your kid until everything has been proven that your kid lied. And let me be real. Right. It happens. Mm-hmm. It happens. But as soon as your child tells you, you don't tell them that they're a liar. Right. You take them. You get everything, the evidence, everything. It has, like, it's, it's really tricky how to work that. Right. But it happens. It happens. Yep. And unfortunately, once that is already out there, it can ruin people's lives. Yep. Okay. So another thing you really need to talk to your kid is about being honest. Mm-hmm. About being honest about situations and not always looking to lie in order to cover up whatever is going on. Be honest sure. about whatever they're feeling. And that is something that we need to really instill in our kids. Um, I just feel like you really have to instill everything and just teach your kids to be good people. I, I, I feel like that's just yes, as a whole conversation. Yep. Is and you be cautious of who you allow around your kids, male and female. Be cautious because everyone doesn't have good intentions for you and or your children. Or your kids. Nope. Right. Did anyone have anything else they wanted to add? Um can we just add that online grooming exists? It does. Yes, that's do. Like people allow their kids and whatever to have social media and we don't always be on top of like exactly how we allow them to be presented. And some people like it, they could be dressing a nun outfit, but that don't stop somebody that's sick from, you know, it, everybody has their own vice. Everybody likes what they like. And social media is a really easy target nowadays. Yes, it is. Like, it is. And kids don't realize the severity mm-hmm. of how hard it is out here. I like, mean, I could be honest. When I was younger, middle school, you know, we had the dial up back in the day. Right. Oh, yeah. Like MySpace. <laughs> and oh, my uh, well, this is before MySpace came out. When I was in middle school, MySpace didn't come out until I was in high school. Blackplanet.com. Um, <laughs> I remember on the AOL chat group all the time. And they were like, ASL, that would be age, sex, location. And I would just, you know, and back then people were lying about their age just before webcams even came out. Yeah, so they could and a lot it. of people <laughs> our age were getting kidnapped and killed from that. Yes. Um, and now that it's progressed, it's gotten worse. Predators are learning new ways each day yep. to lure in young, unexpecting yes. minors. And it's always more about children that feel alone. Children mm-hmm. that are not getting attention, children that don't feel loved, they are easy. They are easy targets. So stop telling your kids not to feel like that because it's untrue. Now let me tell you something. Some kids are more needier than others, just like more adults are more needier than others. Mm-hmm. Some right. kids need more attention, more love than the other kids may need it. So you may have to figure something out. You may have to figure something out because if your child feels a certain way don't negate how they feel right Mm -hmm. 
because somebody is giving them what they want and what they need and that is not a good thing all the time yeah that's a big issue with me just because a kid is a kid doesn't mean that they're not human and they don't have feelings and i hate that i hate that part you're just a kid i don't like 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 some little robots like literally no they have human beings that's a big key of why us as adults have a lot of mental issues because back then it was like my nerves or something. And parents are like, you ain't got no nerves. Right. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Or go like, nerve those dishes. <laughs> yeah. Now, so. there are some kids that will just utilize that just to say just because, anything. Yeah. Because they are manipulators as well. I mean, you start from somewhere. Like, we all know. We all know one. But it's just, you know, it's just, I guess it's more about communicating with your kids and just knowing your kids. Right. Your kids are individuals. Don't box them into a group of everyone else. And just stay focused and make sure you have that talk with them. Yeah. Keep the lines of communication open regardless of how busy we are as adults. And put yourself in their place. Like, I, I feel like sometimes we forget how we felt as kids. Right. So... But that's it. Anybody else got anything else to add? No. No. Okay. Well, thank you guys for joining us with Sip That Tea. We would love to hear your feedback. Let us know, like, um, were you a victim of a sexual trauma, abuse, or anything like that when you were younger or even when you were older? What were some of the signs? What are some of the effects that it's had on you? Email us at sipthatteapodcast at gmail.com and uh, tune in for our next episode. See you later. Bye. See you. Bye.